Welcome back to the narrow pod between pages where we read the narrow road between desires page by page and then talk about it. This is page 71. An hour or so later, slightly damp and smelling of sweet honeysuckle soap, Bass climbed the bluff where he was fairly certain he'd left his master's book. It was the third bluff he'd climb in the last hour, hunting for a particular tree. When he reached the top, Bass relaxed at the sight of the holly. The branch and nook were right as he remembered, but the book was gone. A quick circle of the tree showed it hadn't fallen to the ground. The wind stirred and Bass saw a white flicker like a tiny flag. He felt a sudden chill, fearing it might be a page, fearing it might be a page torn loose. Few things angered his master like a mistreated book. But no. Reaching up, Bass didn't feel the leather cover of the book that he expected. Instead, his fingers found a thick strip of birch bark held there with a stone. He pulled it down and saw letters crudely scratched into the side. I need to talk to you. <laughs> it's important. Right. That's the page, and I'm Joy. I'm forever in. Uh, that yeah, the phonetic the phonetic weirdness <laughs> of that is is it will throw you off a little bit. Yeah, for sure. I was like, how do I? Should I just read it how it he what it should say, or should I read it how it's written? Attempt? Um, do, you, do you attempt the bumpkin accent? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what it's meant to imply. Is it because I just think it means that right can't spell? Well. I, I think not being able to spell well also implies the bumpkin accent, but I mean, if, if he can't spell, then he's, he's, it seems like he's doing it phonetically. So that sounds like how he would say it. Fair. Or look, it reads as how he would speak it is what I mean to say. Right. It. So for example, like how would you spell need if you didn't know how to spell need? Right. I probably I would, would probably put an I, I in it. Oh, really? Not in, like N-I-E-D? Just like N-I-D. Oh. See, I always think of that as hard I. <laughs> Nid. Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, anyway, I Ned. I Ned to talk to you. It's important. <laughs> oh, you went Scottish on that one. Yeah, it's probably not. But, I mean, it's spelled. That, that's, you what, like... that's what it makes. That, that's what it. That's where it makes me go if I'm not thinking about it. You is spelled like a sheep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. How do you get you from that? Iya. <laughs> well, because you because they're shepherds. Probably they are, yeah. are. Are they? Is there family shepherds or is that a different family? I, I think they are shepherds. Yeah, they're my, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I am uncertain as to how they. Anyway, I like the spelling of important. E m p o r t e n t. It's like uh, portent. Yeah, it's nice. I like the spelling. Portentous. <laughs> yes. M portent. Yes. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who love words, <laughs> that I I do like. Uh. I like it. I like it that he's he like he genuinely is a little bit absent-minded. Like 
he's he didn't pay careful attention to where he left the book and he didn't find the tree where he left it until his third attempt right he knew which tree it was in but not which bluff the tree was on yeah third time pays for all <laughs> i i also appreciate how um Patrick Rothfuss's own fears have bled from him through Cloth down to Bast. And what I mean is that his, um, I've heard Patrick often discuss how important the treatment of a book is to him, how sacred it is. Like when he had uh-huh, sure. books from libraries or, and uh, that, that, that is a part of him that has manifested itself in Cloth. And now it has, influenced Bast himself because he comments on it to himself here in the text how I, it would have been freaked out if there had been a torn page. I once set a book on the ground when I was living in India and everyone around me lost their minds. <laughs> and um, since then, I've been so nervous to like show any kind of disrespect to any kind of book. Um. Is that, (laughs) did anyone explain it to you? Yeah. I mean, it was just like, like a sign of disrespect to knowledge basically. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Easy to put your elbow in the soup, right? When you, I mean, nobody thought I was trying to be a jerk. They were just like, don't do that. (laughs) But so now, now I'm very careful about where I put books, which is not on the floor. (laughs) There you go. I wish Amrita was here to further. Yeah, that would be, that would be interesting to hear what she had to say about that. Um, What's the, uh, um, do any of you guys have like weird cultural mores that pass down through your family that seem like completely natural to you that are bizarre to other people? Like, cause I grew up in Estonia and, 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 from my from my dad and his dad like it's all it was super normal like we always took our shoes off when we come in the house and and that's something that they like do religiously over there if you if you leave your shoes on when you come into somebody's house it's like horrifying um i would and, yeah we know. don't wear shoes in the house here either I think that's some, that's a popular or that's bled over from like in the Japanese culture too, right? That that is important. Yeah, I think. And I mean, I wonder how many other cultures that I'm unaware of are that's a significant. I think it's common throughout a lot of Europe. Um, I just feel like in the states, that. in the states, people don't think about it very much, right? Like it's not it's not bizarre to wear your shoes in the house right it's not but i I have definitely come across many people who who cleave to that style of living i've Uh, seen it in pop culture too yeah Um, oh go ahead i was trying to think if we had anything like that in my family but the only thing i could think of i think are very like maybe other people do them you know like if you're riding in the car, pick up your feet when you're going over the train tracks. Does anybody else do that? No, I've <laughs> or, never heard of that. Why? I've heard of that. I don't know. It's like a superstition. Or yeah. another one that my family oh, did fun. was um, 
hold your breath when you're going past Passing the graveyard. The graveyard right? uh, um, I heard those. But those are the only ones I can think of. Yeah, I can't think of any that culturally that my parents had. No, nothing in particular comes to mind for me. Well, I don't feel like there's tons here on the page because it's just Bass kind of being a goofball and Reich having weird spelling. Um, I, I actually, as I was, as we were getting down the page, I was like, wow, it's weird that Reich would have like spare paper to leave a note on because I remembered that he left a note. But uh, having that be written on birch bark is is fun. And I guess the last thing you could say is it's a callback to an image from previous page where you saw the hand reaching for the book. Yes. Right. Yes, that was super cool. I like that. Good point. Page 46. Yep. Okay, well, uh, I guess let's find out what other callbacks we might discover on tomorrow's narrow page. Page. Page.